0: Alright, so, I, you know, I'm trying to go in order with this, with this limud, but, uh, I don't know, I guess it's my order, as opposed to the shulchan So, a couple of weeks ago, we, uh, we, were again, we were learning halacha tzitzah, so a couple of weeks ago, we were learning, specifically, some of the halachas, and the differences between Talz Gadol versus Tal's Kadol. That's what we talked about last time, I think, uh, specifically, we were talking about, is the mitzvah, this idea b'chlau, whether it's tzitzis, the mitzvah, is just having tzitzis on your begot, or is the mitzvah having a beged with tzitzis? Words, is the begot part of the mitzvah or not? So we're talking about that, there's differences between Talas Gadol versus Talas Kadun. So, uh, so again, we're going to go back to that Simen Ches, which we were up to, uh, keseder. but I figured to sort of complete that discussion of Talas versus Talas so we're going to skip ahead to Simen Tezain. Okay, Most of us are just with the papers anyway, so it doesn't make a difference. So. Avi, Baruch Hashem, he's still holding strong. Okay, he's so, holding, okay. So Alright, so let's see. Simit HaZayn is talking about the, uh, it's, it's, it's actually just one sif in the entire cement. So it's talking about the size of a talus. How big does a it have to be? to be chayven Okay, now again, the Shulchan Aruch is not talking about talus bagel versus talus bagel. It's just, just in general, how big does a it have to be? Both would seem. So let's see together. So again, the Shulchan Aruch says, again, Simit HaZayn, Sheer talus, shakaivit The size of a talus that's chaibensitis. Again, he says the word talus, which we usually think of talis goddle, but again, uh lav davka, tal a begged that's chaibitzits, has to be shieskasabai ba'irach ubaraichhav, raishevirubay shall cutin. So it has to be the size, the width and length have to be has to be sizable enough that the head and and uh, and most of the body of a child would be covered in it. Hamasah bishok how big of a child? a child that's old enough to go by themselves in the street, which Mefarshim uh, says about nine years old. Again, not, I'm not saying that nowadays in our streets you should do that, but again, in those days, nine, nine years old was already considered to be old enough to uh, be able to walk in the street. The Sarach Akele Shomri doesn't need anyone else to protect him. So in other words, again, says the size of a Begev has to be big enough, long enough, wide enough that a, a nine-year-old child would be able to... Uh, cover uh, his body uh, walking in the street. Um, now again, that, by the way, this is assuming, we're talking about just covering the, the top of the torso and so on. Uh, we're assuming the kid's wearing pants, so that's, we're not talking about big enough to cover mamish the whole body, but once the kid's wearing pants and so on, it's just, he doesn't have a shirt on, so a big enough begot to cover the uh, you know, head and body of a nine-year-old child. That's the Shulchan Aruch. The Ramah adds, and then an adult is chayv in in other words, we're talking about an adult, an adult wearing a bagged, if the bagged is big enough that a nine-year-old kid would, would be comfortable, then the adult is chayv if he wears that size, again, so the shear is on a nine-year-old kid, but obviously we're talking about an adult being chayv. It says there are a little, another stipulation is, it also, assuming that this size to cover, again, a nine-year-old kid, is uh, it's also enough material that an adult would be comfortable enough to use this also to cover himself again? He's wearing pants, but just the top, aray, at least uh, you know, quickly to run out of his house, you know, to uh, you know, get the newspaper or something. You know? So he would be, he would be comfortable enough to wear that. Of So that's the that's the shulchan Okay, where is this coming from? This this shir, this idea. So marmok number one is a gemara menachos. Okay, it's coming from a gemara menachos and Dav mem. Uh, all the halachas of really, most of them is, is from Gemar's and So The Gemar says like this: Talis shakot and maskasabai, raisha If you have a baggage that's, again, big enough that a child uh, was able to cover his head and most of his body with, and it's also enough that an adult would be comfortable wearing this quickly, maybe not consistently, but just like a one-time thing. Chayav that's big enough to be chayav et However, if the, the Gemara says, if it's not big enough that to, to cover the, the, the head and, and most of the body of a, of a kaden, of a child, even if, you know, let's say the guy is comfortable in his own skin, so, you know, he's willing to go out in a smaller bag, at Petura, that's not Chaivin Tzitz. Okay, so that's the, that's the Gemara, that's the Shulchanach, pretty straightforward. Okay, here's the problem, and the, where it gets a little bit tricky. In, in, in Marmokka number two, the Darkei Maisha, the Ramah, uh, so, you know, the Beis Yasef wrote a commentary to the tour, and from that commentary to the Beis Yasef, he developed the Aruch. The Ramah did something similar, Dar Meisha, also on the tour, Beis Yasef, and from there, the Ramah. So, the Darki Ki Moshe um, talks a little bit more about this halacha, of the size of the bagged. This is what he says. Now, a little bit of background. I, I think I mentioned this a couple weeks ago when we began this topic, there's there's a big discussion in the Rishina and whether I mean we take for granted that a Ta and we wear a Tas and that's part of citizens. there's a Taoskuggle and then there's the uh, the sit that you have and we assume that's you know, both are art but in the Rishina it was not it was not pushed at all. We're going to see a little bit about more of this tonight that there's a there was a big big uh, debate in the Rashi whether Bechlal wearing a Beged, Derek Levush, in other words, like like a Tacott not. Not like a cloak, not cloaking yourself, but wearing it like a garment, like we have by a toss cotton. Is that I howvan sit this or not? So that was a big discussion. So we Paskin it is. that's why we wear it. But the Rama is talking about this in. So Ramah is like this, Venera, it seems, it would seem to me. The even if a person is wearing a toss cotton, those, uh, the Tal's thos that you wear, you have to be careful, that it has to also have this, this sheer, big enough that a child is able to cover himself, most of his body. If it's not that size, that's not called a beged. Not only for Tal's Guddel, but for Ta's Kuddin too. Not like those people that when they wear a taliskotten, they wear it very, very small, where it's uh, not big enough to cover a nine-year-old kid's uh, torso and so on. That's not. It's enough ready to be makled to think that a cotton is and tzitzes, even though it's not cloaking yourself and you're only wearing it derech levisha, like the way of clothing, like an article of clothing. So Rishonim are lenient and tell us that that you could be makayim mitzvah like that, fine. But to go even more so and say that uh, it doesn't need a shear, says the that's not that's not true. But to go even less that and to say that not only does tzitzis not need to be like a wrapping like a talis, but more than that, when you wear it as a talis cut and it doesn't have to be the size that the Gemara says. That, the Ramah says, uh, And that was never never thought, size, K-nearly. The size with the, with the yeah, exactly, with the same size as the cotton and so on, yeah. K-nearly, that's what the Ramah says, that would, it would seem to me. But the Ramah does end off in Darkeh but the truth is, the, the, the multitude of people, the Minig out there is, they do make a brocha on a uh, Tal's cotton, even though it's taka very small. So, that, so again, what the, what's the Ramah saying? The Rama saying is, again, we have a Gemara. The Gemara says, of tzitzis, the sheer of the begad is what it is, uh, the size that a cotton covers himself with. That's the halakha. Says the Ramah, <coughs> nearly, it would seem to me, that this applies also to a tal's kaden as well, not just a tal's kadal, but a talis kaden too. However, the minig seems to be more lenient. Okay. The problem is like this. Why is this, a, why is this a discussion? Like the Ramah has to say, it would seem to me like this is the, that that sheer applies to a talus too. And the minna seems to be even lenient. There's a gemar mufarashas, it's an open gemar without any debate. The gemar says that a beged that's chayv in tzitzes has to be this size. So yes, there's a debate in the Rishayim, what does it mean, how do you have to wear tzitzes to be, to be yaitz to the mitzvah? Does it have to be in a cloak fashion? Or could it even be in a way of, uh, of dressing like an article of clothing like we call talus kaden? But that, that's a separate discussion. That's, that, that, that's the question. Whatever the Begit is, the size of the Begit to be Chayvin Sitsis, that's discussion A. And that's a Gemara without any debate. It has to be big enough that a nine year old kid covers himself. Olive. And then Base. Now the question is this size of a Begit, how are you supposed to put it on in order to be Makayin the Mitzvah? Okay, so that's a debate covering like a Talaskadel or a Talaskadin is okay. Why is, there a, why is there even this thought? that that the sheer of the of the should, uh, should have, had, have, have have any effect in terms of how you wear it it's a different thing. and even when the Ramah is saying that the sheer applies to a tall cotton he says nearly it would seem to me and he leaves it a little bit open at the end that oh, the miniga ilum seems to be not like that like what's the what's the issue over here Becomes even a little bit more strange. In Maromokan number three, there's a. Uh, it's not. It's not. You know. It's not. The Gra never wrote this himself, but it's a tradition we have from the Gra. So in Marmokan number three, there's a Sefer Sefer Shari Rachemim brings down from Ruchaim Vilozhiner. Okay, and Ruchaim Vilozhiner said Shemati b'Shem Rabbeinu Hagraw Ruchaim Vilozhiner said I heard. it's interesting he didn't see this. It seems, but I heard from the Vilna She cotton that a talis cotton a person wears. She adlamata that doesn't reach your own knees, not an, not an adult we're talking about, the person wearing it, if your talz cotton is not long enough, that it doesn't reach your knees, lo de tzitzis. That's tzitzis. You're not fulfilling the mitzvah of tzitzis without talz The Toi v'lav shita b'shabes. And on Shabbos, if, let's say there's no Erev in the area, and so theoretically, the tzitzis, the strings, if it's not fulfilling the mitzvah, it's unnecessary and will be considered carrying. So said the it's better to take such a begot off on Shabbos if there's no Erev. It's a chedesh. So th- th- that's Ruchain V'Lochenir Koser from the Gorah. This is a pele. What's a pele? What's the pshala of the talis cotton? It's not. It has no shakas to the Gemara because it's not a bag. It has a bag with a hole and it's not even designed to be. So that's what we're going to see. We're going to see that th- that is a discussion in the Rishayim whether it, the Gemara for sure. You're right. The Gemara never talks about wearing a ta- wearing tzitzis like we wear tzitzis like a talis cotton. Like True. We're going to see that discussion in a second in the Rishayim. But this Gorah is a pele. The grub's coming up with this new, this new shear. The, the Gemara said that a beged is chayven tzitzit, if what? If it's big enough to cover a nine-year-old kid. says the grub, but if you're wearing a tall skud, the tall has to be big enough to cover m- m- even more th- of most of your body. What's the grub talking about? There's no such thing. Again, all we know from the Gemara is, the Gemara says, a begid to be chayven tzitzit has to be big enough to cover a nine-year-old kid. Fine, now you want to have a different discussion. How do you wear that beged? Okay, you want to wear it as a cloak. You want to wear it as an article of clothing. Whatever, but it, it, where is the coming from to create this new shear for taliskad? so there's something there's something going on over here. Something going on over here. The, it, it, fundamentally, between taliskad and taliskad. And so that's what we're gonna we're gonna see. Okay, so let, let's let's talk about this discussion. I, I, I've been referencing this for a couple times. That, that the rishonim have this debate whether bechlol the way we wear a and whether that's a uh, mitzvah tzitzis or not. Again, in the Gemara's, when they talk about tzitzis, they talk about a talus like, like, you know, to wrap yourself. So where is this all coming from? So it's like this. If you take a look at Marmokka number four, okay, so the Mordechai, also in Menachas, Taf Taf Kuf Mem Gimel, so the Mordechai brings the following uh, sheeta. Kosar Rabbeinu Shimshon Zal, Kosar Rabbeinu Shimshon. The Eisim Talisas Shaisim Ashkenaz. It seems that the if you look in the Rishonim, it seems that this the makar of Talis in terms of like the minute where it developed. It seems that it came from Ashkenaz. Okay, maybe it's It could be significant. I'm sure it is, but uh, maybe maybe we have time to talk about it. But Talis that so he says talisa, Shaisim These types of talises that they wear that they make in Ashkenaz. Well, what is what is it? Vehaim kemin malbush. It's like an article of clothing. Besat which has an opening for the neck, right? A head opening. The Chetzil The And half of it is, is is worn in front of you and half in the back. In other words, the uh, tallest cut like we wear. Ainzim and Amlovcher. Said Rabbeinu Shimshin, again, quoting, this is not the right way to, you know, kind of the mitzvot tzitzis. Because again, remember, the one of the psukim of the mitzvot tzitzis is. Um, uh, how does it go? alarba uh, Put on sits on the four corners of your baget, asher that you cover yourself with. So the, the pasuk is stipulating what type of baget is it sits asher that you cover yourself with. Well, says Rabbi Nisimshin, that's not the talasqod and, and you're not you're that's not a kisa, you're not you're not, not, so not, not cloaking yourself with it. That's dafqa talasqodol. So says Rabbi Nisimshin, ein zemina Right, so it's funny, right? That's where Talis comes from with the remarks with the Tal's yeah. Okay, so maybe we're that, that's balancing actually, each yeah, other yeah, out. Yeah, yeah okay, we'll, in case we'll see about that. There. So here's the problem, though. Okay, fine. I get it. The pasuk says Asher techasaba, and that means Talis in and not The problem is, what does he mean with the language Einzim min hamuvcher? What does he mean Einzim min That's not preferable. I mean, not preferable. That's not the mitzvah. He says Einzim min hamuvcher because it's not called Asher techasaba. If it's not included, if it's if that's not listen, if the pasuk is asher as a description of the type of beggar that tzitzis should be put on, then if it doesn't fall under that description, then it's not chayvin tzitzis. So if you're so if, if according to Bein Hashimshin, if you're wearing a Tal's cotton, you're wasting your time. And not only are, are you just wasting your time, you think you're being makhine mitzvah. You're making a bracha of atalla. I mean, it, it's not just ein ben muvcher. What he should say is ein zeh mitzvah tzitzis. You see this also, even other Rishonim, you know, this is already the Mordechai, other Rishonim that also have this discussion, you see this also, that they, even when they, they say the most uh, stringent shita to go against Hal but they don't say it the way we would Of like, it's not, it, it's not the mitzvah, they, they say funny languages, again, either it's, it's not preferable, or take a look at Maramokka number five, the Muka Yasef. With the exception of the gro- the gro- is coming out of Ishtar. The the Right, so he said, you, you should take it off, right? Yeah. It was interesting, he said, even the language was, what is it? Toiv lafshid But be, his lashom was loyotsi de So that was, that, that, that okay, that's that it. So Muki Yosef says like this, in Hilcha Tzitzes, then Muki Yosef writes, ki e he quotes that, Muki is one, one of the later rishayim, so a lot of, Muki Yosef, besides being his own opinion, you see that he, um, he also acts as like a shita Muqabetsis, sort of, like he, 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 you know, he is malachit, he organizes, brings down a lot of earlier shitas. So, he says like this, There are rishanim that, that say, <laughs> The mitzvah of talas is only fulfilled with a tivas when you uh, cloak yourself completely. <laughs> By Rubai, when you're covering your head, your body, most of your body. Because it says, the beggar has to be So again, what he's quoting is the Sheet of Rabbeinu Shemshin that we just saw. So, it's true that it doesn't say the language of Einzim in Amovcher. But also, what does he say? He says Ke'in <coughs> Ein I mean, Talis. It's also funny. It's a funny language. What are they saying over here? Okay. So it would seem, again, this is something, a point that that, that I mentioned uh you know, two weeks ago, but just to bring it out in, in, a, in a little bit of a stronger way. I, I mentioned two weeks ago that really there's two different parashies of tzitzis, okay? This pasuk that these Rishonim are all revolving around, asher so again, that's a pasuk that says, gedilam t'aslucha, you should uh, put uh, tzitzis, al-kanfei, al, uh, al arba kanfe on the four corners of your bagot, asher t'chaseba, that you cloak yourself with. Fine. But there's another parish of tzitzis that we're more familiar with, which is uh, by Krishna, right? And over there, it doesn't have any of that language, asher tekhasib. What does it say? It says, that you should put tzitzis, you should make tzitzis on the four corners of your clothing. That's all. It doesn't say asher What's the, the difference? So, that's so what I was, I mentioned this two weeks ago. That really, these two parshias are not just describing the same Mitzvah tzitzis in two different ways. These are two separate parshias of tzitzis. There's a parsha of Talos Gadol, and that's Asher Techasiba. So the pasuk of vasu Sitz, Alarba Asher that's true. Let's say, according to Ben Shimshan, and uh, these were Shem and Yosef is quoting. Asher Techasiba means to cloak yourself completely, and that means. That in terms of that parsha, you are not fulfilling that parsha by wearing talus cotton. True. But even according to those rishonim that say that, that you're not fulfilling the midst of talus cotton by, in that parsha of Asher Tikhassaba because you're not cloaking yourself, but even those rishonim will agree that you're not wasting your time completely. There's a different parsha of what? Of Oslam Sittas Al Big Febigdahim. And that parsha does not stipulate Asher Tikhassaba. Now, how do we. And that parsha would allow would give room for what we call ta'askhat. So now, when you have these two parshias, Asher Tihasabha, right, which is Taas Kadl, ta'l's gadl, and V'aslam Sitz al beginning which is Ta'skadun, now the question is how do you relate one to the other? Are these two separate yet equal mitzvahs? Are they or is one iker and one secondary? Because we do have this idea in Torah that you could have, obviously, mitzvahs that are complementing each other and are equal to each other. But there is such an idea that we do find that you could have one mitzvah, and there's an ichor of that mitzvah. There's a more fundamental way of being a kind of a mitzvah, and then there's a secondary way. So take a look at Maramokah number six. Okay, This is a Chumas HaDashen, and what I think is clear from the Chumas HaDashen is this idea, is that... These two parshias, which again give rise to these two ways of imikayin mitzvah—one Tal's gadol way and one Tal's katan way—these are not just separate yet equal mitzvahs. The Iker mitzvah is talis gadol, and that's the parsha of Asher Techasava. And then there is a tuffle, a secondary way of imikayin mitzvah, which is Vosalem sitsus lakan big which is Tal's katan. And and because of that, we'll, we'll we'll see in a second some of the practical nafkaminas. Based on this model, but if you think of it in that way, the Tal's gadol is be'makayim the mitzvah of asher techasaba, which is the lechatchila the icker way of be'makayim tzitzis, and then if you have talis be be'makayim the mitzvah as it's subscri- as it's described in v'aslan tzitzis al for big dayim, and that's a tafel, that's a secondary way of be'makayim mitzvot tzitzis. Because of that, then now if you go back to the language of the rishanim, it fits very well. What Rabbeinu Nochimson is saying is. That of course, if you wear a tallis you're not wasting your time, but in a But you're you're not fulfilling the, the Iker mitzvah because the ikr mitzvah sittes is as it's described in that pasuk of Asher Techasapa. Of course, you're, it's not a bracha of a I'm not telling you it's a bracha of but, but you're trying to be the kind of sittes the way it's supposed to be. You should wear a talus and the same thing with Nemuk Yosef. You're not ein mitzvah tallis miskayim. What what is mitzvah tallis? What does it mean, mitzvah as opposed to the mitzvah tzitzis, yeah. There's something called Mitzvah talis, which is the parsha of Asher Techasava. That Mitzvah of talis, of Asher Techasava, you are not fulfilling with talis kodden. Are you fulfilling anything with talis Kaden? Yes, the, the parsha of, of in Krishma, of aslam Sitzes Al Kanfi Bigdeim. But just the Iker Mitzvah. That that that's some total. This one of this 613, tzitzis, the six thirteen called Sitzes. The Iker way of it is Asher Techasava, and the Tovl way of it is aslam Sitzes Al Kanfi Bigdeim. Yeah. That there's two parshas, separate parshas, and we're kind of even almost looking at it as like two different mitzvot. As opposed to just normally the way the pasuk in says something, so then we will apply that to right. the uh, Right, right. It's well, right. So that means since so it has to be a- Asher Right, so right. That would right. so be the question. How how would we know this? Because because you're right. The parshas would be that each parsha is complementing each other. So you know. So there's no reason to make that divide. Do we find this, we find this anywhere no, else? I we know. Well. You do make two separate brachas on both. So tefillah, yeah, so, so t, yeah, I mean, um, it's, a it's a little bit different because by tefillin, those are two separate uh, uh, parts to one big mm-hmm. mitzvah. Over here is a little bit different. It's not just uh-huh. two separate parts; these are two different levels you to a mitzvah. Certain, you, 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 you still the mitzvah <laughs> right, you shil, it's yeah, um, right. It's almost like you have like a lechat take away and a take Huh? Yeah, tfil 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 bism- bism- that's true. Okay, tefillah, tefillah. <laughs> Uh, and tefillah tefillah and tefillah in, 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 um, th- there, there are many examples of this type of thing in the Rambam. I just, I'm trying to think of, of some of them right now. Where the Rambam, there's, there's a big claw in the Rambam that the only type of lav... Here, an example. There's many. There's a lot of... We know the claw is that... There's a little bit on the side, but it's a good claw to know. Uh, we know that the, the, the rule is that uh, a lav... From the tyra sheish by ma'isa that you do that it's an action to violate so it gets malchus right that's the call. sheish like so there's a lot of there's a lot of situations in the Rambam where a lot of acharnim ask this similar type of question which is the Rambam talks about a particular avera and it would seem to be deraisa and it would seem to have a ma'isa to it and yet the Rambam says like an m'akas and you only get malchus from and so this happens a lot especially with Arias, there are certain cases of Arias that the Rambam says. Uh, you get Malchus mitarabanan, and, and it, there's other situations like this too. And in each case, by itself, the Aruchim try to figure this out. Maybe this case is for some reason tarabanan. They try to figure it out. But the truth is, if you take a look in Sefer Mitzvahs, the Rambam writes this klal. The Rambam says that when it comes to Tariq mitzvahs, the only there, there's the icker mitzvah, and then there's the secondary aspect of the mitzvah. So the Rambam does write this mufresh in Sefer Mitzvahs, and the one of the communities that he gives is, let's say you have a prohibition, a lav, from the Torah. And that love is a love, but it also has secondary components to it. Those secondary components are also deraisa. But they're not, they're not the ikra part of the, of the deraisa. So the Rambam has a chiddush. And it's, a, it's a big chiddush. The Rambam's chiddush is that the only time you get malchus from the Torah on an Avera is if you're violating the ikra lav. But if you're only violating the secondary love, which is also deraisa, you don't get malchus from so the Torah. What would be an example of that? So that's what I'm trying to think of. What's an example you know, of Even besides mm-hmm. lav shebech I that's already a different category. This is a specific, is a specific, a specific uh, addressing a particular case. But just that case has derivatives to it. The only time you get malchus though is if also you violate that down. case particularly, huh? Down. huh? Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. like, oh, that, that's. my But even by by the way, Can't remember. I can't remember example. I should have done more research for. I should have anticipated the question. I can't remember. But even by it? tzitzis, it's allowed to wear a bag of four, four corner bag without without tzitzis. You're tzitzis. violating an assay. It's not a law. you're violating, so you're violating an, assay. an assay. But it's that that but that's the point. I mean that that would be enough, let's say in other words, let's say according to Rabbi Hashimshan, okay? Rabbi Himshan said that talas caddin, uh, it says So according to Rabbi Hashimshan, would you be allowed to wear a talis cotton without tzitzis? So if you read the pashtas, yeah, because it's not that's not the beggar that's haiv in tzitzis. so so it's not you know you're wasting your time. But according to the way we're saying it, no, 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 that's not true. You would have to put on tzitzes. It's just that that's not the way you're being kind of the Iker mitzvah. But in, but in other words, but it is a secondary aspect of the mitzvah, which means that you have to put on tzitzes then on that bagot. And you would not be allowed to just go around without wearing tzitzes on such a thing. So, again, I have to... I have to okay, Bleen uh, you know, neder. I'll try to remember one of the examples. But this is a club, we do find the Rambam. There, there is such a phenomenon as something having an Iker mitzvah and secondary mitzvahs. Can't remember, but okay. That, that's what we do. Fine, but let, let, let me let me show you how the Truma Teshishen seems to apply this uh, in our case. So the Truma Sedition is discussing this idea that we have this machlokes, this debate in the Rishonim whether the Tal's cotton is a is a good way to fulfill the mitzvah or not. So he says like this: the the Trumas one of the early Ashkenazi Achrayim gives an, an eitz toiva, how a person can be let's say everybody's, uh, make everyone happy, how. He says, I want to give you an approach to wear a talus cotton in such a way that even the Ar-Zerua, or again, like Rabbeinu Shimshon, one of those Rishonim that is not a fan of talus cottons, even according to Arzarua you could be able to make a kind of mitzvah 100%. How? So if you have a talus that has a neck hole, in other words, a talus cotton, so I'll give you an etzim, make it a little bit larger than, than you would, big enough that you could cover yourself with, and bracha, and then when you make the actual bracha, al do an atifa, like a talis gadol. Just do that with a talis for the time that you make a bracha. The av and then you know do the whole thing, throwing the tzitzis behind you. You know the whole thing like a talis gadol. Okay. and stand like that for the length of time that it would take to walk for Amos pretend like it's a talus in other words, and then you put on regularly like a talus like that you put your head through and you put it on front and back and so on. In other words, that what the Truman what the, what the Session is saying is that if you want to make everyone happy, even according to Rebbeinu Shemshem, right, and even according to Muku Yosef, that say that this is not the way of Asher Tachasevah, but if at the time that you make a bracha, you do cloak yourself with a talus cotton. Then, even if afterwards you put it on like a Tal if again, during the bracha you, you cloak it like a Tal if afterwards you, cloak, you put it on like a Tal Sqadon, then every, no one's going to have any tininess on you, everyone's going to be fine. <laughs> so he says, in such a case, then you make a lsatif. Because you did a natif. You want to take it off after exontate, but if you want to put it on like a Tal that's totally fine. So it says, says the translation, what am I helping? what says the transgression. what type of eitz is this? What about after you, you, you put it back on? So according to Orzeruah, right there, a second later you, you're wasting your time. So I'm telling you to cloak yourself when you make a bracha, to make everyone happy. Okay, everyone's happy for a second when, you, when you're making the bracha. After that, then we're back to square one, this debate. Are you wearing something that's worthwhile or not? Says the Truman the and even according to our Arzuru and Rabbeinu Shimshan, or even according to those who are them that hate, that I shouldn't say, that, that are not fans of Talas even they would be okay if you're wearing a Talas Kotton already after you did in Atifa, after you cloaked yourself. Why? Because they're only Makbid, Al-Thilas Khiyivah Mitzvah. The first second, when you make a Mitzvah, then you should do it in the right way of an atifa. But already when you get past that for a second and now you're just sort of, the mitzvahs is carrying on, then even the Arzeruah and even Rebbeinu Shimshin would say, it's good enough, it's okay. That's what he says. So in other words, what he's saying is this idea, is that even according to Arzeruah and even according to Rebbeinu Shimshin, they're not saying that a Taos cotton is a waste of time. They're not saying it's not chayvin Of course it's chayvin but it's not the iker mitzvah tzitzis. So says the Arzeruah, so th- therefore, therefore, say these rishanim. If you want to do the ikker mitzvah then don't put on Talas kaddin. Wear talis gadol. Says the shemusadeshen. Uh, even if you want to go with that, even they would concede that if you put that if the first moment of, of putting it on, you put it on like a talas gadol. Even they would concede that going forward, it's okay if you want to go the secondary mitzvah. In other words, to do th- what they're saying is is to do the secondary component of the mitzvah from the very beginning. That's already not so good. But if you do the ikker mitzvah in the beginning and then you transition from the ikker to the secondary, that's fine. That's a normal transition from ikker to secondary. It sounds like you say the yom be, You wake up instead of putting in your tzitzis, you are on talls Ah, so it's interesting. So you're making an excellent point. So what's what's our minic? So our is for someone that's wearing a Tal's gadol by davening. The Minik is you put on the talls cotton when you get dressed. You don't make a bracha, right? And you wait till shacharis. You put on the talls gadol, and the bracha takes care of both. That's the minig. The have a big problem with this. The problem is, well, you could be going two hours, whatever it is, with, with a bracha without sitz, a uh, tzitz without a bracha. We, we pass in a talzkad and you make a bracha, right? The guy, before you marry, you make a bracha and talzkad. Tal All of a sudden you get married, you don't make the bracha anymore. But well, then you're switching camps to the Rishonim. Like, what happens? It's a different bracha also, It's a different bracha. So, what's with this? So the with it? the have a problem with this minik. That is the minic. But according to this, the minic might make sense. Because what the minic is saying is that now I know in an, an hour from now, whatever it is, you're going to be wearing a talzkadel. And that's the ikr mitzvah. In other words, even if it's true that right now you're wearing a tallas cotton, and you're being eitz mitzvah of tzitzis with a tallas cotton, but are you being to the iker mitzvah of tzitzis with tallas cotton? No. So the minhag developed that in terms of the bracha, I want to save the bracha for the iker mitzvah. And in order to make it clear that the iker mitzvah is talus and the tallas cotton is secondary, this is how the minhag developed: you put it on, fine, but wait until you get the shul, put on the tallas and tallas gadol patters the tallas cotton. By doing so, then you're creating this this uh, infrastructure where the ikr is a talz gadol, and the tuffle is a talz To think of them as two separate equal mitzvahs, then uh, why, why should this lose out and wait until they get to shul? But the answer is, so, in, in other words, if, 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 if talis kadol and talis kadon are two equal mitzvahs, these are two different, two independent ways of being mitzvah, then why am I not making a bracha right away in the morning? And if I'm not making a bracha in the morning, and I'm waiting for the talus gadol, why? Because, because I'm, being, I'm concerned about those who are showing them that whole talus gadol is the only way to make a mitzvah, then, then why am I even wearing a talus gadol to begin with? So, and, and I was wearing it the day before my wedding, and I was making a bracha then, so exactly what changed? The answer is, the minig is this hybrid where there is one mitzvah that's called tzitzis, but the iker mitzvah is talz gadol, and the toffel mitzvah is talz So before I got married, I had no choice. I was only able, the minig, I'm only able to be makayim the toffel diger mitzvah. But now that I'm able to be makayim the mitzvah, as the iker, which is talz gadol, so I'm going to use that, I'm going to establish that as the iker, and this is how the minig is. Don't make a bracha on the talz until you get to the talz gadol. Yeah? Where really did the mitzvah come from the gadol group? So that's a good question. So the, 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 the it also it also comes from Ashkenazi Rishonim. The Ashkenazi Rishonim, even though now like German, Gekis like oh, like wear it my, my from the time the Bar Mitzvah. mitzvah. Yeah, yeah, so it goes. So, so that, that's, that's that that should that's be Ashkenazi. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, not, that's, that's the way it should be. No, the the is otherwise. A hundred percent. Lit- lit- so, the only reason, the, the reason that's given, the Maril, one of the early Achranim of Ashkenazi, he says the Minig is because the Minig developed for the following reason. That the Parsha of Tzitzis, uh, interestingly enough, Ashut not, not the Parsha of Krishma, but the Parsha of Gedilim, Ashut the next Parsha is the mitzvah of getting married. So, the Minig is like smuchen. So, the Minig of Ashut Chasaba is only. Uh, until you get married. What we do have in the Gemara, there is a, a something in the Gemara that, that, that related to this a little bit. The Gemara is clear that the minig was for sure to wear a tallis gadol, you know, even for unmarried people. But it is clear in the Gemara Kedushan that the minig was for unmarried people not to cover their head with a tals yeah, gadol. So smaller so, I think. not just proportionally. I think it's also a smaller. Like, they uh, make it. They make a difference. Yeah. 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 So this is where this thing is. Right, so take a look at. Um, let's just just finish off. So again, the the Shmuz discussion, last paragraph. Again, the Yesh Again, this this distinction. The In Kapeda Kolkaach Ra'kal Tchilas Chive a Mitzvah. The Ikar Hakpoda of doing it. Like mitzvah and amovah, to do it in the right way. The ikr mitzvah, that's, that's the first moment that you're doing the mitzvah. V'leyah mitzvah. In other words, so again, that's his point, that even according to the, the Rabbeinu Shimshin, they would have no problem at all if when you wear a tallis cotton, you initially do it in atifa and then you transition to put it on as B'derech Levisha, because then at least the first moment you're doing the ikr, and then you transition into the Tafel That wouldn't be a problem. Yeah? The way that Yosef explains the Rabbeinu Shimshin is the problem is not that. So how does the Tzimah sedation help? You know, you're just wrapping it around your head. So the Truman sedation did say, uh, what does he say? He said you should make it bigger, right? You should make it uh, So he says, <laughs> If you want to do this Eitzah, then you should not have a big enough talus cotton to be able to do a natifa. So, you know, so... So, okay, we're going to talk, remember, to get back to the gruff for a second. right? So, according point is, you need a talus cotton that's big enough that you can... Of, I mean, well, uh, r- r- he says, "Big enough, yeah. Th- that would be that would be preferable, but e- even less than that, as long as it's a ma'is atifah to cover one's head or head in a little bit of, uh, uh, Reish of rupa, he does, he does say such a thing. Yeah, if a person wants to be mach like this. His is that, and then what he No, his eisat is that that same talis that you wrapped yourself b'shas bracha, you then put it on as a talis kaddan, and that's fine because. When you get the shul, yeah, when you get the show you put a different and that's fine. You can make another, another bracha. Yeah, you can make another lesatef. Yeah, 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 for sure. So he says, because that's the idea that the shihoi mitzvah, when you, uh, the, the carryover of the mitzvah beyond that first moment, that everyone agrees, you have all the right in the world to be kind of secondary mitzvah in that carried over, over time. Um, that's what he says to make a lisatev on the talus cotton, Yeah. And to wrap it? To lisatev, wrap it, and l- then l- put it on... Uh, so you're not making it, um, all the at all? Right. Okay. In other words, both the Truma the sedeshin and our uh-huh. Minig are trying to get to the same point, which is that the ichor is talus gadol, or talus gadol type of mode, and talus is a secondary mode. The question is how to establish that. So our Minig is, don't make a brocha until you get to shul. And the true sedation is where, where the Talis kaden, like in Ativa, for the first moment. But either way, that's the point. You're trying to create this structure that the Iker mitzvah is Ashid is, is sabo, and the secondary mitzvah is vassalim is a uh, is kind of a big dam. By the way, going back, I think this explains, going back to the Ramah, the Darki right, and the Vilna Goin. In other words, once we have this idea that these are two separate parashies, and there's the Iker mitzvah, and then there's a secondary mitzvah. So now you could, have a, you could have a real debate and a discussion. When the Gemara said that the sheer of a beged to be Makima and mitzvah is big enough that a cut and covers himself, what, what mitzvah is the Gemara talking about? In other words, until now, we've been thinking, this, there, all there is is one mitzvot tzitzis, and how big is that beged that the Gemara said, a nine, nine, nine-year-old kid, so what's the debate? The answer is there's two mitzvot tzitzis, or at least two levels, two degrees of the mitzvot tzitzis. And the gem- uh, now you can have a, a, a legitimate debate. What gedder, what aspect of the mitzvah, the or the toffel, is the Gemara discussing? What the Ramah is saying is, is that the Gemara is discussing the ikor the beged, okay? The ikr mitzvah sits, which is asher t'chaseba. That that beged, asher has to be big enough that a nine-year-old kid covers himself. The question then is, okay, does that same shir apply to the secondary mitzvah? Not so clear. Says the Ramah, it would seem, I would say yes, but the Minig, of every, many people, uh, the Minig is to be lenient. Not like that, but that's a, that's a legitimate debate. Because again, once you're establishing these are two different gradations in the mitzvahs, then you can say that the Gemara is talking about one level of tzitzis, one level of mitzvah, and the secondary level, off for of grabs. You could, go, you could go both ways. You want to say that the shir does not apply, in other words, and you want to go lenient and say there is no shir. That's what the Ramah is quoting from the Minigah Elam. Or the truth is, you can go the opposite. Once it's open ended, right? You can say that maybe the shear of the Gemara of a nine-year-old kid—that's for Asher de Hasaba, but for the mitzvah of Tal's Kadin, maybe sh- that is not the shear. And what is the shear? Maybe it's to cover your body, and that's the Vilna Gaon. So the Vilna Gain is, and, 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 and this and, and the, the Vilna Gain, which is one extreme, that Tal's Kaden has to cover Mama's, your whole body till your knees, and the. The, the Minag Ha'ilam that the Ramah quotes, which is that a Talas doesn't even have to be big enough for a kid to cover himself, they're fundamentally coming from the same point, which is that the Gemur's Shir is talking about the Mitzvah Asher And what about the Mitzvah Aslam since it's Al Khan damn? I don't know. It's open ended. So the Ramah says, if you ask me, I'd say it's the same. But it's not so, uh, it's only his opinion. It's not clear either way. So the Gras says, you know what? I'm not sure. Let's be machmer and say that the Talas Khaddin has to cover your whole, your whole body. And the minhag oilim uh, are assuming lenient that no, there is no share at all, and it could be, a, you know, even the smallest uh, type of begad. But that's already a debate. That's already a debate of the year. That's what's going on of here. So again, that's the, the the fundamental use side. You have the the ichor and the tafel and so on. Um, the, the truth is in in, in Pnimius. Uh, this is certainly this is certainly true. Uh, this is certainly true as well. I mean, in the, in the Kavanis and the Rizal, this is very very clear that that tal's cotton and Taos gadol. Is, uh, there are two parts of one cohesive system of development in the nefesh that a person is experiencing the way the the way that Rizal puts it is that you know within within a person there are three there are three stages of even physically there are three stages of like uh, I guess in a certain sense three stages of development you have uh, the first stage is you're in the womb you're a fetus in the womb okay an uber iber, and then you have a state that's called yinika childhood, right? And then you have godless, then you have adulthood. I mean, that's, you know, keeping it very simple. Yeah, obviously each one is multiple stages, but just <laughs> So in the Reins of the Rizal, we find that spiritually speaking as well, a person could, there's a spiritual state that's called being in a state of Ibor. That means there's not much of a sense of uh, spiritual awareness at all. You're alive, but that's pretty much about it, and you're so, you're so weak of the, in that state that in a certain sense you have to be protected um, you know, just like the baby is protected by the mother, because the baby's weak, it wouldn't be able to handle uh, you know, the outside world, so it has to be insulated. Spiritually speaking, there's such a phenomenon where a yid is so weak in the Ruchmias, yes, they have to be uh, insulated in such a thing. You know, it's like the Kotzker used to say, it says in the Pirk Yavis that, uh, that a stubborn person goes to Gehenna, and uh, a more edel person goes to Ganeidim. So the Kuzk used to say the Pshat is like this: If you're tough and strong, then the Gehenna, the Rebbeinu can send you to Gehenna and then you'll be okay. But the Chayruach, if you're meek, if you're weak, you have no, you know, you, you have no strength. Then the runish has no choice; he has to send you to Gehenna. So the Kusk used to say. So there's such a thing as Ibor. and then there's a next stage, which is called Yunikah. Yunikah is, the person's alive and already uh, he's outside the womb, you know, and he's facing reality, but he's not, uh, he's not taking care of himself yet. He still needs help from others. So he's not insulated like a baby in the womb, but he's still, you know, he's not paying his own mortgage and so on. And then you get to a state of godless. Godless is, or your mom is on your own. So it's funny, because in terms of, of, of it, it might feel like you're going from Gan Eden to Gehenna, but really, it's you're actually growing, right? That's how it is, right? Being an adult means more independent, and now you're dealing with life. So it's not a, it might feel, a child has an easier life, but it's, but he's only a child. He's not really experiencing life. So in the Reza Rizal, we find that the, Tzitzis and tefillin follows this process. Taos kaden, that's connected ibor. That's the state of ibor. Taos gadol, that's called Yunika, And tefillin, that's called Godless. Hmm. So in other words, we're not talking about tefillin right now, but at least in terms of Taos kaden and Tal's gadol, the result does say <coughs> such a thing that the Tal's gadol is that part of you that's ready to be in a state of Yunika. And the talus kuddin is that part of you that's connected with that state of eber. The reason that's why the reason says that davka, after davening, when davening is over, so you take the talus off, but you should wear a talus kaden Because the talus kuddin is going to at least be mechazic you going weiter when you don't have davening, you're not in the state of davening, so you need to be insulated sometimes in a strong way like an eber, like a fetus in the womb. So you wear a talus kaden. So in, in terms of penius, we, we certainly have this idea that the ikr is talus, talus gaddle. Because that's the state of unica, and then toffle to that is taos katan, which is connected uh, ibor. So, so, to in, so in other words, that's in primius that you have this uh, development of ebor of into into unica. And and if you think about it, a child, it's well, an adult also, but a child is a fetus plus, right? It's not like. If you think about it, the baby was a fetus, and now now the, the baby developed into being a child. So the child is sort of like, the the, the Iker persona now is the child, and subsumed in that, there's a somewhere in there is whatever was there as an Ibor. So th- that same process is is expressing itself in halacha. That the Iker mitzvah is Tal's gadol, and the Tavodikim mitzvah is Tal's gadol, with all of its variations in halacha and so on. Okay, so that's... So that's nice why you see these two, uh, these two parshiyos. The idea is when you put on a talus kaddim, it's, uh, it's 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 mechazik that the rabbanim should be mechazik, or neshama that you should go through this world and uh, be a little bit insulated, not to you know a little bit, little bit ganedian, You know what I'm saying? You don't have to have enough uh, enough you should be a little bit, uh, a little bit ganedian. That's what talus kaddim does. Okay.